The statements and theories expressed on Booze Clues are those of the investigators and not necessarily shared by the Geeks Under the Influence Network or associated properties, venues, and sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Please drink responsibly. We want you to enjoy the show, not be one of its headlines. In true crime podcasts, alcohol-based offenses are considered especially hilarious. In Richmond, Virginia, the dedicated detectives who investigate these drunken incidents are members of an elite squad known as the Booze Clues. Every evening when the sun goes down, get with my party and I begin to cry. I don't care what the people are thinking. I'm not drunk. I'm just a drink. I say I'm up. I'm not around. I say I'm up. I'm not around. I say I'm up. Richmond, Virginia, give it up. Thank you for coming out. We are here yet again for another evening of drunken headlines with our investigators helping us figure out what the hell even happened in these stories. I am Mike the Hobbit Bicket, the uh, founder of the Geeks Under the Influence Network and the host of this show, um, our flagship show, Geeks Geeks Under the Influence, just won best podcast in Richmond from richmond.com. Which means this show is not as good, I guess. I don't know, but I hope you enjoy it this evening. If you aren't familiar with how this works, I look through a lot of the spirited and drunken headlines from the previous month around the world and compile the best for you, the audience, and our listeners. And I've got some performers and co-investigators to come up here and help me dig into these stories, kind of figure out maybe what happened here in these, uh, in these circumstances. So the first one up here to help me a regular on Geeks Under the Influence and uh, has been on Smash My, uh, My Pitch Up and From the Mouths of Madness, a number of shows on the GUI network. First timer on Booze Clues. Let's bring up Mike Reiser. What's up, bud? How are you doing tonight? You put on your war paint for this. Yeah, I, I didn't realize we were going to be talking about this. I thought we were going to do what the story said. So. Uh... Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm deeply out of shape, so I don't know how much uh, how much physical activity on stage I want to do. With uh, I would look like an asshole. Well, I'm ready to rock. You already look like an asshole. You got the black uh, like football stuff on your eyes. What is that stuff? I don't know. It's a football player face paint. Yeah, I got it at like Target in this little makeup kit that I got. That's yeah. pretty good. Yep, pretty great. I'm proud of you. It's supposed to keep Thank the you. light out of your eyes. I think is what that's meant for. That we have some stage lights. They're very gentle though. They are. Just, just like our love for each other. Aw, how sweet. Yeah. There's nothing gentle about this story that we have here. This comes from the 25th of October of this year. This was published in cnycentral.com from Brottlebin, Brottlebin, New York, I believe that's how it's pronounced. It's Scottish. Is it Scottish? Yes. Wow, okay, so the, this is how the Scots play in New York, apparently. Uh, if you could tell me the headline for this story... Two arrested after drunk tug-of-war in hotel parking lot. Yeah. Oh, it gets better. Definitely gets better. Hence the reason I came ready to play some tug-of-war. Yeah, apparently. Although, there's a little bit of Mad Max in this story that you also look like you're possibly ready for. Yeah, this is a absolutely great story. Should we just jump right in and tell the people what happened? I think so. Uh, Two people are charged with felony DWI after an incident that began in Fulton County parking lot. 
Yeah, I, I looked this up. For those of you who are curious, this is the middle of nowhere New York. Think Schenectady, and then just keep going way up upstate, and then there's nothing but fields, trees, and these folks. And if you're thinking Schenectady, that you are the only one. So, <laughs> sorry for our fans in Schenectady. Uh, state police say they were called to the budget inn. Yeah, yeah. Big surprise, this is not a high-end uh, hotel chain that this is happening at. This is, the, this is what you get at the Budget Inn. I googled the town. There are exactly uh, two one-star hotels in the place. If you want tag, go to the Marriott. If you want tug-of-war in the parking lot, go to the Budget Inn. That's how they... Uh, in Brattleboro, just before 4 p.m. on Wednesday. So this is 4 p.m. The middle of the day. Middle of the day. I mean, tug-of-war is a field day event. Like, I've never heard of a night tug-of-war. You wouldn't be able to see where the line is. Night tug-of-war sounds dangerous. <laughs> this sounds pretty dangerous, too, uh, actually. Does, it gets, yeah, it gets dangerous for sure. Found out two men had been playing tug-of-war with their vehicles after attaching a chain between them. <laughs> this ain't your daddy's tug-of-war. <laughs> this is Brottlebin tug-of-war. High-octane tug-of-war. <laughs> two cars enter, no cars leave. <laughs> <laughs> this is the really shocking part of the story right here. Troopers say one of the drivers, 45-year-old Harold of Brattlebin, appeared intoxicated and blew a BAC of .30. That's mighty. He was then taken to the state police barracks in Mayfield and charged with aggravated driving while intoxicated. To me, the thing I find most remarkable about this, one of the guys was sober. The thing that amazes me is that we are not having, we don't need another hero playing in the background as we're discussing his alcohol level. 0 0.30 is close to dead. I mean, that is insane. 0 0.08 being the regular uh, standard uh, level of intoxication. So this is like close to four times the legal limit <laughs> for <laughs> It's remarkable. That's, hey, if you want to go hard, you go hard in the budget in parking lot. That's... <laughs> Ain't no party like a Brottlebin party because Brottlebin parties, yeah, they don't exist. They don't exist. They, they give you a tetanus and a record, I think. is <laughs> While being processed by state police, they say then that they saw 35-year-old Amanda of Brottlebin drive to the barracks to pick up Harold. Rookie mistake right there. Yeah. I think we all know where this one's going. Everything turned out fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the police uh, dropped the charges because they thought it was hilarious. No. Nope. No. Nope. Amanda Brottlebin drove to the barracks to pick up Harold. While speaking with officers, she also appeared intoxicated and blew a BAC of 0.22. Wow. That, again, that is not a casual, oh, I thought I was just buzzed. 0.22 is, nah. You gotta Everyone, work for that. It's called wasted. That's, that is. She is also charged with aggravated driving while intoxicated. What is exact, exact, uh, aggravated driving while intoxicated? Is that where you're just annoyed? Uh, you know, so a lot of states have like a thing where there's like regular DUI, and then some of them call it extreme DUI. It, and it's nowhere near as cool as it sounds. It means you're extreme. really, really, really aggressively drunk, like in your face, high BACs. And I have a feeling that's New York's statute on that. Is, they don't really give a shit unless it's aggressively drunk. Exactly. And if you get drunk in Brattlebin, it's going to be aggressively drunk, I think. <laughs> we ain't Schenectady. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> They'd probably blow a .10. Here in Brattlebin, we don't fuck around. .22 or better. 
Uh, both Herod and Amanda were issued appearance tickets and due in court next month. Uh, so Amanda, there's a chance that she would be like, I, he needed to get picked up, there was nobody else, and make some kind of excuse and get, not, re- not dismissed, but at least remove sentencing. I'm kind of curious, though, about Harold and his friend, who's sober, apparently, right? Yes. How does this tug-of-war even start? Uh, it starts with a chain that yeah. you hook okay. up to both yeah. cars. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, who hasn't been out there watching Top Gear and seen, like, Clarkson and them acting like idiots and thought, hey, that might be a good idea. I'd love to tie a chain to my buddy's Jeep and pull him around and slam him down the hill with it. You, you and BBC blaming everything on Clarkson. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like alcohol hasn't played a problematic role in Clarkson's life before. Yeah, tell his ex-wife about that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh. Yeah, let Clarkson come after me. I'm, I'm going to be... Yeah. It, to, in all fairness, he's like 6'6", and he punches people in oh, the no. face. He would beat the shit out of me, but guess what? Our ratings would go way up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could take Hammond, though. Jeremy Clarkson punches out local Richmond podcaster. Yeah, I'm cool with that headline. <laughs> Guess what we read at the next Booze Clues? You and Piers Morgan in good company. Yeah, oh, don't, Okay, you know what? I don't want to be in company with Piers Morgan. Let's change that. We apologize, Mr. Clarkson. Yeah. So I'm wondering, do you think this was like a tug of war to like settle something, or this was just a, your standard friendly uh, four in the afternoon brothel bin tug of war? This is what always happens when a Ford man meets a Chevy man. <laughs> No, I mean, you know, they make these burnout buttons now on muscle cars. You can go to the track and shred your tires and take off really, really fast. If you've just got like a regular down-to-earth mortal car, a Honda Civic, a Toyota Camry, the only way you're going to melt you your tires. Did you a mortal car? Yeah, you know, mortal car, not God-tier supercar. Okay, so for us mere mortals. Yeah, the kinds of people who don't drive Lamborghini Huracans and burn through like three tires a day. So my, like myself as a yeah, Nissan myself. Versa yeah, driver. Exactly. I would be. If you wanted to destroy the tires on the Versa and your transmission and your engine all at once, this is probably the best way. Yeah, I could see trying to attach a chain to my bumper and see how long I would last in a tug or The answer is as long as it took me to reverse the length of the chain, I think is... <laughs> Yeah, th- this is where the journalism establishment has really disappointed me. We got to know what kind of cars these are. Are they monster trucks? Are they muscle monsters? Or even better, are they electric cars? <laughs> these are probably not muscle cars. It would just be them, like, stopping. Two smart cars. There's no torque there. The battery just dies. <laughs> Although it would be better if it was, like, deeply unmatched, whereas a smart car versus a Mustang. Ooh, I would pay to watch that. The smart car goes flying end over end like yes, it's a Grand Theft Auto over. glitch. It would look like that scene where definitely nobody died in the Justice League movie with Batman blowing up everything and cars just flying everywhere. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, this has to be just for fun. This is a, this is a 4 p.m. Brottle Bin uh, tug-of-war tug jam, uh, probably supported by the local radio station. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, this was actually a Wednesday. <laughs> this is... I think that makes it worse. Yeah. It's a Wednesday. It certainly suggests a lack of employment and other social problems that are commonly yeah, this associated is 4 with DUIs. In, unless they had put it on the schedule to get out of work early that day. <laughs> These guys are doing something at 4 o'clock on a Wednesday at the Budget Inn. I'm assuming there isn't a lot of employment happening here. Yeah, but I do like the idea of it being a radio station promotion. You know, they always have those contests. Get our logo tattooed on your arm. Win free wings for a month. How about this one? Destroy your oil drip pan and we will give you a coupon to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, there we go. 
enter your car in a budget in tug of war and you win a Nintendo Wii. They're like, Wii U? No, a Wii. <laughs> that's that's uh, where we're at, guys. We're in Brottlebin. We have not made any money. Brottlebin is probably stuck far in the past. I'm going to get an angry worded letter from the mayor of Brottlebin. I will post it on, the, uh, on our social media page. I'll have you know I went to the SUNY at Albany. I'm the mayor. We have education in this town. Exactly. <laughs> Just picture this email coming in right now. Dear, dearest uh, sir or ma'am purveyor of booze clues, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> we have many high-end tug-of-wars in motel parking lots around here. And, uh, and the, just the finest uh, smart cars, I believe, for those. Only the best for the people of Broadlebin. Yes, absolutely. I think uh, we've done as much as we can to try to figure out what's happening here. But really, when it comes down to it, only the people of Broadlebin really know. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a pretty straight line we can draw. It's a love story. A love story between two men in their cars uh, and their, their, their ability to prove their friendship. And then an even better love story. The woman who stands up for her man, no matter what. No matter how many beers you've crushed at 4 p.m. on a Wednesday, you are willing to drive right up to the cops and say, let me take him home. Yes. Give it up for Mike Reiser helping us figure out this story here. Uh, next up, we've got a, uh, a story that takes place from the 6th of November. This is a very recent story. This happened very recently. And uh, I guess you would call this a religious story of, of sorts. Uh, we're going to get Tori Sipe up here to help us with this story. Hello, hello. Hello, uh, shirt twin. Shirt twin. Yeah, we've got three shirt twins here tonight. We're all wearing yes, red absolutely. flannel. It's that time of year. It's uh, getting into mid-November. It's time to break out the Walmart red flannels, uh, I think. That's mine, anyway. Yours too. Okay, two of Old Navy. Oh, ooh, ooh. fancy pants over here, or fancy shirts anyway. So uh, I decided uh, that you were the most qualified to get into the story, uh, only because <laughs> um, your love of '90s boy bands means that you are familiar with really good costuming. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's on this sure. One. Um, sure. Sure. If you, this is from Fox Five San Diego, and mm-hmm. this is from November 6, twenty nineteen. If you could read me the headline for this one. So, man arrested after allegedly attacking cop while wearing Jesus costume. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the thing that happened. I, uh, I really hope that he yelled, I kick ass for the Lord, as he, like, <laughs> <laughs> drop kicked a cop. <laughs> if you're a cop and you see a dude wearing a robe with a big beard coming with, a, like, a Superman punch at you, do you think the first thing you think is, oh, I fucked up, or, oh, man, I hate around Halloween? <laughs> oh no, Black Lives Matter is true. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Jesus is coming for me. <laughs> yeah, again. <laughs> Repent, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah this, is, this is from San Diego. Um, a man accused of donning a Jesus Christ costume and attacking a police officer unprovoked <laughs> on Halloween has been arrested in Idaho and will be extradited to San Diego, authorities said Wednesday. I love the term extradited like he ran off to Brazil to escape prosecution. So does it mean he's like from San Diego and he was just partying in Idaho for Halloween? No, he was partying in San Diego but was from Idaho, I think is more the case. Okay, okay. Well, then that... I don't know. Either way, it's weird. Like what, I don't. What I think that means is that we need to start not allowing Idahoans into San Diego. They always <laughs> cause a problem. 
<laughs> With their hardcore fundamentalist ass kicking. I just do not appreciate it. Wait, I just feel like San Diego is such a weird choice. Like, wouldn't you go to Chicago or just somewhere? But no, no, no. I mean, no, San Diego. I, I'm not going to drop kick a Chicago cop. They're used to, <laughs> like, they're used to some <laughs> shit. San Diego cops are going to be like, put your balls away on the boardwalk. That's what they're dealing with. It's fine. Is it like the only thing they do is just like stop like protesters at SeaWorld? Yeah, that, pretty like, much. That's it. That's all they do. It's like, look, the, the orca is fine. That's, that's all they have to deal with. <laughs> oh. So yeah, yeah, between Chicago and San Diego, yeah, I'm drop kicking the San yeah, Diego the, cub. That's fair. Yeah. It's like an, a weatherman in uh, San Diego versus Chicago. You have a lot less work to do in San Diego. <laughs> The attack happened outside the bar Atomic around 1 a.m. on November 1st after a night of Halloween partying in the Gaslamp Quarter. Now, somebody, fr I grew up in San Diego. The Gaslamp Quarter is right nearby where uh, Petco Park, where the San Diego Padres play. Uh -huh. It's right in the heart of downtown San Diego. And uh, there's a lot of, it's a big bar district. There's a lot of bars. So you're dressed as Jesus going through the bars. You're probably getting some free drinks. There's a lot of jokes about like a water being thrown over and be like, hey, make it into wine. <laughs> but I'm curious as to, and I think it gets into a little more, what the motivations besides, you know, I'm drunk, that's a cop. Cops don't like drunk people. Yeah. Are they going to have to rename it like the candlelight quarter? Because... Jesus candles. The candlelight quarter. The the votive candle quarter. I don't uh, know. Is that a religious thing? I don't know. I think you votive like candles. candles. I don't know. That would be better if he just started like chucking votive candles at the cop instead. <laughs> just <a> votive candles. <laughs> just like. Choo, 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 choo. <laughs> just no, exactly like that. Just like, exactly like that. Like yeah, 90s Nintendo style. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to reshow how that it goes to the person recording on their phone. Um, <laughs> I will never be president. Um, <laughs> no, who are we kidding? Could do worse, have done worse. Uh, police say officers were breaking up a large fight and trying to keep a drunk man from hitting a woman when... Okay, all right. That's a, that's a good reason to be there. No, that's... Uh, yeah, like, there's a dude trying to hit a woman, and they're like, don't. Yeah. <laughs> And they're actually like doing a good thing. So, yeah, stop. So why? So Jesus just is just like, no, hit that woman. Like, <laughs> Jesus is like, have you read the Bible? Tons of women get hit. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> right. uh, uh, Trying to keep a drunk man from hitting a woman when the 24-year-old man approached the the scrum. Wow, nice. No Ooh. one uses scrum anymore. Did he just like use his like thesaurus in Microsoft like, Word and was like, what's another good word for fight? I keep fight? using tussle. I need to <laughs> uh, an update. Oh, scrum. Cool. Wearing the Jesus costume. The man yelled in quotes, anti-police rhetoric <laughs> and ambushed, ambushed the officer, either punching him or hitting him in the face with his elbow, according to the San Diego Police Department. So he just straight like did some wrestling move shit. Just yeah, just bam. <laughs> So this, so he's like really tall, or no? But, but this is either or. So like, I'm assuming this is a flying elbow drop that was like, put on this police officer. Like flying Jesus, just like. Imagine you're walking around the gas lamp quarter of San Diego, enjoying yourself on Halloween, and you see Jesus flying elbow drop a cop. <laughs> <laughs> you go, "Yep, I'm moving here. <laughs> this town knows how to party." 
He's like, I don't know, should we go for Halloween? Come on, it'll be fun. All right, that's fine. And then you just see that. You just be like, oh, <laughs> right. shit. Wow. Or like your boyfriend's being an asshole. He's such an asshole. He, he's just dragging me around, uh, paying attention to me. at the. Oh, you know what? There could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> he could be trying to hit me and a cop tries to stop it and then Jesus allows it to happen. I, I like how it's just like <laughs> anti-police rhetoric. Uh, what like, anti-police rhetoric is the name of my, uh, I don't know, all of Hollywood cover band. I think. <laughs> that's just something a narc would write. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> uh, the attack was entirely unprovoked based on the statements of several independent civilian wist- uh, witnesses, the San Diego Police Department said. So this dude, out of nowhere, that's the best part of it. He was not part of the skirmish. He just rolled up. So he just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. Interesting. Almost like he had superpowers. Almost like he was Jesus. Almost like he was from Idaho. I think <laughs> that's what you, you can do that if you're from Idaho, right? That's your, your mutant superpower. Disappear out of nowhere. Well, I think, I think just your hopes and dreams disappear when you go to Idaho, so you earn a superpower. If you can't make it it in potatoes, you got to (laughs) try something else. (laughs) What are you doing out in Idaho? I'm in in potatoes. Uh, (laughs) uh, The costume attacker ran off, leaving the officers significantly dazed and with a cut that required stitches. Well, I'm sure he left him very dazed. He just had punched by Jesus. Yeah, punched by Jesus, yeah. He didn't know whether it was real or fake. Right now, the working title of this episode is Punched by Jesus, so <laughs> yeah. I think. Surveillance video led police to identify the attacker as San Diego resident. Oh, you're right. No, he's... San- so what was he doing? Was he actually hiding out in Idaho? Why was... Exactly. Why was he partying in Idaho? It doesn't make any well, sense. Well, he was partying in San Diego. He's from San Diego. He got caught in Idaho. So wait, so he fleed to Idaho? Is there no extradition policy in Idaho? Is that... <laughs> How did he get to Idaho so fast? He's he could disappear and appear anywhere. Oh. He's like Nightcrawler from the X-Men. He just <laughs> can teleport. That's why the cop didn't see him coming. He appeared mid-air with an elbow drop. Oh my God. I really want that to be true. Uh, oh. uh, San Diego resident Eric and they issued a nationwide warrant for charges related to battering and engineering an officer. So... Yeah, countrywide manhunt for Jesus. <laughs> for for punching an officer in the face. Uh, people like, have you seen Jesus? Look, <laughs> the little signs up on 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 poles. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen me take the number? <laughs> oh my God, so many, so many, <laughs> so many people call that number. Too. And people calling like, all you have to do is open your heart, and he will find you. <laughs> 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 Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I did not grow up with religion. <laughs> well, in, uh, I think it's Leviticus 10.2, Jesus will bring down the holy elbow. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in the crowd, Leviticus was the Old Testament. Yeah, I know, I know. Jesus wasn't there and yet. And then upon the elbow. He didn't show up till the sequel. The thunder um, was struck. The thunder was struck, Yes. <laughs> Uh, Eric was tracked down and arrested in Cassia County, Idaho. He will be extradited back to San Diego to face the charges, the police department said. San Diego Police Department's mission is to ensure the safety of everyone and to ensure justice for those who would assault anyone like Jesus, (laughs) let alone an ununiformed police officer in the performance of their official duties. So he was ununiformed. 
Oh, the cop was on uniform? Yeah, but the, but Jesus still knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he Yeah, he did. There's know. so much Because here. he said anti-police rhetoric and he wasn't even in a police uniform. Do you think uniform. he just yelled anti-police rhetoric and then help him drive? What if, what if it wasn't a police officer at all? It was just someone dressed as a police officer because it was Halloween. It was a dude dressed as Lieutenant Dangle from Reno 911. <laughs> just gets elbow dropped in the face. And he's like, fuck the police. Fuck the police. <laughs> and the guy's just like, I, w- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the cop's like, why? Is, why? That's I'm, why he was dazed. Like, that guy why? really hates Reno 911. That's... <laughs> Tom Lennon. <laughs> Rendering aid to a woman pending violent assault, the department said in a statement. I do, that does suck that they were actually doing something actually cool here, but yeah. I'm sure that Eric didn't realize that. He just saw a cop messing with people sure. in a situation and said, I know what I can do is bring down holy vengeance. I mean, he was 24, so he's obviously a social justice Warrior for God. A, a social justice Jesus. A yeah. social justice Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's from San Diego, so, I mean, I don't know. What what do they do? What do they do in San Diego? Uh, in San Diego is uh, get harassed by the Navy guys. Uh-huh. And uh, surf and smoke weed. I think that's it. Oh, and go to Tijuana uh, for various oh, reasons. Fair. Yeah. This yeah. is like, hi- like hike in the woods with like your dog and I think the only people that hike in the woods in San Diego are people hiding bodies. I don't think oh, I think that's sure. just I think that's just the Mexican cartels. Something Jesus would do. Yeah, something Jesus. What would Jesus do? <laughs> Bury the bodies in the woods. Um, Bury the bodies in the woods. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, the lesson here I think is if you are going to uh, attack a police officer, make sure you're dressed as Jesus. Uh, yeah. not because it's going to help anything, but it's going to make it for a much better story. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, this wouldn't have been a story if he was just another Deadpool. Yeah, imagine if he was just dressed as, I'm a banana. Like, okay, cool. That's cool. I love a banana costume as much as the next guy. The Joker. It's like, everyone's the Joker this year. No one cares. Although, if you're dressed as a banana, the headline would be like, slip up in the glass lamp quarter. (laughs) (laughs) No? All right. Um, Go back to the pun book. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the pun book here. I I just need some help. So yeah, um, thank you so much for helping me unpack this Jesus story here. Yes. Um, I think what we've learned is that Jesus can teleport, has a mean elbow drop, and hates cops. I think. Just like the real Jesus. Just like the real Jesus, yes. <laughs> Read your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Give it up for Tori Seip. Thank you. Geeks, we've got some events coming up here in Richmond, Virginia, that you definitely want to come and check out for the month of November. On the 25th of November, right before you run off to go spend Thanksgiving with your family, make sure you start your holidays right with trivia at Fallout on the 25th of November. Then over to Busky Cidery on the 29th of November for stand-up comedy with our buddy Carl Tron. The Carlton K is going to be hosting that on the 29th. And then back over to Gallery 5 on the 29th for a fundraiser for the RVA Burlesque Festival. We've got some other dates in December that I definitely want to get out here. On the 7th of December is the Creatures Grimm toy run uh, to raise money and toys for the Children's Hospital. And that's going to be at another round in Lakeside. And let us definitely not forget Punks for Presents. This is the 14th year that they're doing Punks for Presents. 
The dates are December 6th at Bandito's Burrito Lounge, Friday, December 6th. Saturday, December 7th, after you've finished doing the toy run at another round with some live music and, and me as an MC. Uh, then go on down to two venues, the Fuzzy Cactus, and then the venue right across the street, Boogaloo's Bar and Grill, for some good old Punks for Presents fun. Then on December 11th, head over to Sticky Rice to dine and donate. Friday, December 13th, Friday the 13th at Wonderland for some Punks for Presents action. Then on the 14th, Saturday the 14th at the Camel. And then finally, December 19th at the Camel for Gritty City Records for the Kids 5. Check out all this info at GYPodcast.com and follow our social media for updates. We'll see you there. All right. We've got Car Tug of War. We've got uh, Wrestling Attack Jesus. Um, And next coming up, we've got a story from the 5th of November and helping me go through this story is a regular on Geeks Under the Influence. Uh, Smack my pitch up. First timer on uh, Booze Clues. Let's give it up for Amy Flint. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on here to help me with this story. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. This is a, a longer story, so we're going to have to yes. dig through a little bit mm-hmm. and not... Uh, not <laughs> we're going to power through it. <laughs> we're going to have to power through a little bit. Like Th- these people did not do. Th- these people did not do at all. Um, they, they tried to power through. They did oh, not make ma'am. it. Yeah. Uh, this is from the 5th of November from 2019. This was uh, the Daily Mail uh, gave us this story here. If you could go ahead and read the headline for me. All right. This is a long headline. This uh, Daily Mail employee was not trying to be succinct here. No. Uh, drunk couple who downed duty-free vodka on Thomas Cook flight were separated by cabin crew after passengers feared they would punch the glass out of the plane's windows. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of punching this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it be cops or plane windows, uh, there's a whole lot happening oh, here. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I don't have Instagram. I know. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that this is what they mean when they do the hashtag couple goals, right? Yeah, couple okay. goals. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's yeah. what I thought. Um, let's get into it here. A drunk couple terrified passengers on a Thomas Cook flight to Egypt, so much so that one witness said she thought they might punch the glass out of the aircraft window. That's a weirdly specific worry to have, though. It is a really specific concern, especially because in the story, they don't come close to that. They're all about punching each other. It, it wasn't like they were yelling anti-window rhetoric. I mean... <laughs> Fuck these windows! <laughs> I hate windows. They're dumb. I'm going to get me one. One no, of them worked not... for a window company that was passed up by the Thomas Cook Airline Company. There we go. It's like, I'm going to get revenge. Exactly. I was trying to think of a window company to bring up as a reference. I don't, apparently something I'm not familiar with are brands of windows. Oh, that's a tragic blind spot for you. (laughs) James, 39, and Margaret, 38, of Kings Norton, Birmingham, were separated on a packed flight after they were caught downing vodka from their duty-free stash and causing mayhem. (laughs) Mayhem. (laughs) Just general mayhem. (laughs) There's, like, skirmish. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, a uh, tussle yes. or or scrum, scrum. yeah, scrum, <laughs> and then mayhem. Then there's mayhem. Mayhem's right at the top there, I think. That's high level. That Shenaniganry. Is, <laughs> shenanigans is like charming mayhem, right? Exactly. Where you're not like really upset about it. It's adorable mayhem. Adorable mayhem, yes. Uh, the pair yesterday admitted being drunk on an aircraft on May 15th this year at Birmingham Magistrates Court. 
Uh, the court heard their behavior was so frightening that one nervous passenger who had not flown since 9-11 terror attacks was certain that the couple might punch the glass out of a window. Okay, we're getting down to it's yeah. one nervous passenger that's like, I haven't spl- flown since 2001. <laughs> well, I mean, that is like a cut lyric from the Alanis Morissette song, Ironic. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> haven't flown since 9-11 and these two drunk assholes are on your flight. Some drunk Brits. <laughs> uh down some duty-free vodka. <laughs> that was a missed opportunity. She really fucked it up. She did, really. <laughs> Both admitted having an alco- a un-alcoholic drink Just before one. boarding the aircraft, mm-hmm. but were spotted by staff drinking from their own bottle of duty-free vodka at the start of a five-and-a-half-hour flight to Egypt. <laughs> yeah, so... And see, I feel like this is one of those situations where like, okay, maybe they've been married for a while. She picks up a Cosmo. Why not? It says like 50 ways to spice up your relationship. And when us get hammered on an airplane. Try and join the Mile High Club. Like fun. And then shit just goes awry. You think she's just like, it's been such a long relationship that she's not into it anymore and has to get hammered to have sex with her husband. They're drinking warm vodka out of a suitcase. So let's all just put that into perspective right there. That's a whole other level of this relationship fucking blows. This relationship is about as good as room temperature Warm. vodka. Yeah. Oh. Oh my god. Imagine someone describing their ex that way on a first date. You're like, ooh. Yeah, that's a lot. You've been through some shit. Come here. Yeah, come here. It's fine. Uh, cabin crew confiscated the alcohol and asked the pair to stop drinking. Just stop. <laughs> Just like the cop was saying to the guy right. trying to hit the woman. I know. I love that the cabin crew are like, guys, stop. <laughs> Come on. You think they'd like hand on hip like, guys. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Give us that warm vodka. Yeah. At least You're better get some, than this. Get some ice cubes at least. Have some <laughs> self-respect. Uh, but a short time later, staff were alerted passengers uh, by passengers to a row in which Margaret, a full-time uh, carer to her mother had struck her partner in the face. So much punching. Yeah. There's so much punching on this episode. I'm just going to go ahead and let them know, since apparently they don't know, vodka is not your drink. Okay? That's fine. No, just it's Just go to a dark not. liquor. This is not it for you guys. You, These are not the first people that got punchy after no. drinking too much vodka. Oh, no. Not at all. I think that's one of the stages of vodka. It's just like <laughs> enjoyment, uh, telling all your friends you love them. Uh, punching, mm-hmm. cry, uh, like <laughs> loud, ugly crying. Oh yeah, and and then vomiting on yourself. <laughs> right. I think that's the five stages of vodka drinking. <laughs> Magistrates heard that airline crew asked Margaret for to move seats repeatedly, but she refused. And at one stage, shouted she was not fucking moving. Okay, wait. So this might be my favorite part because okay, spoiler alert. There's a picture of this couple on the website that he sent me the article. Yeah, they're white. Yeah. Um, and she, I mean, I know you're all shocked. Um, but this is so white woman to be like, I'm not fucking moving. And you can't <laughs> stop me. I paid for this seat with my money. And it's that hard F on the fucking, I'm not fucking uh-huh. moving. <laughs> and her husband's like, do you see why I'm drinking this warm yeah. vodka? Okay, great. He's trying to get the pity from the uh, the airline attendants being like, I mean, seriously. I mean, come on. And they're like, okay, but then they're like, you're also kind of a dick, so. <laughs> you look like the type of guy that would have Calvin peeing on something on the back of your oh, car. No. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no fear, clearly. <laughs> no fear at There's all. There's no yeah. fear involved. <laughs> 
Ross Butler, prosecuting, told the hearing that crew moved James, a former railway engineer and manager for the High Speed 2. I'm assuming that's a railway. I, I mean, it sounds like a video game, but it, I'm feeling like that's not it. No, it sounds like a movie that Vin Diesel's in. It Maybe that's the movie that the uh, tug-of-war, uh, <laughs> it's about the tug-of-war, High Speed 2. High Speed 2, too high, too <laughs> speed. <laughs> too speed? <laughs> Whatever, move along. <laughs> No, I want to focus on this too high, too <laughs> That's speed. a thing, right? <laughs> Manager of, for the High Speed 2, but he came abusive to staff. Uh, she, she said, he was seen to roll a cigarette and light it, but it was taken off him by staff and extinguished in a glass of water. <laughs> so he got to the point where he was like, fuck it. <laughs> like, rolled a cigarette, lit it on an airplane, be like, yeah. <laughs> I like how they point. let him roll it. They let him just waste all the materials, light it, and then they were like, gotcha, bitch. Either this dude's been rolling cigarettes for like 25 years, he can be that guy that does it one-handed, uh-huh. even wasted, or like they waited 42 <laughs> minutes for him to roll a cigarette. They before... were just watching him like bemused. <laughs> well, they were probably like, we can't do anything until he lights it, because right? we don't want to like steal his personal shit. And he's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Like right in front of him. Don't you light that cigarette. Don't you do it. I'm going to do it. Like like an angry five-year-old. And Margaret shows up and is like, I can tell you right now, he's going to fucking light he's it. He's going to fucking light that cigarette. I tell him all the time. <laughs> I feel like I know this couple. I feel like warm vodka and a rolled cigarette is a Willie Nelson song. I think it's... It's a break. Waylon Jennings, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, staff saw he had a bottle of Captain Morgan's rum in his bag, and then he was, noticed that he had soiled himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I like also how this article just casually interjects yeah. that. Like, there's no build-up to it. There's no explanation on just how drunk this dude is. <laughs> they just throw it in there like it's okay. Right. He's like rolling a cigarette, shitting his pants. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's all in the same breath. You know, that old story. <laughs> you know how it happens. Yeah, let's continue with that. Soiled himself and it also had been sick all over the seat where he had been sitting. See, okay, now so he's drinking the warm vodka. He's drinking the warm Captain Morgan, which interesting that that was like brand dropped. Um, but I feel like this Yeah, they story, did not... Well, because they know all vodka tastes the same, so you don't right. got to throw a brand <laughs> name in cares. there. Uh, but he had a little captain in him. And I feel like this really is just a PSA against not mixing. Come on, you guys. Or I think we maybe just don't out. do the got a captain in you pose <laughs> when you're drunk and have a full stomach. Right, that's, exactly. <laughs> that's maybe where the problem started. Yeah, captain's log for sure. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Despite this, which is not the way you want a sentence to start after the last one. (laughs) (laughs) That's not. Nope. (laughs) All right. Despite this, he continued to be abusive, and he had to be restrained in order to put his seatbelt on to keep him in his seat. Could you imagine reaching around a poo-covered seat? Uh, And (laughs) vomit. Don't forget the vomit. Remember to tip your bartenders. Uh, (laughs) We keep the vodka chilled around here. Yes, this is chilled vodka territory around here. You probably won't shit yourself. (laughs) I don't think they're going to put that below their their name anytime soon. I would. (laughs) I feel like that's a great selling point. Uh, That and just add an additional probably at the end. (laughs) You probably won't shit yourself. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Miss Butler added, Miss Margaret continued to swear loudly and staff tried to calm her down. 
She continually stood up despite the seatbelt sign being on. See, this is something. Really, at this where, point, like, they're like, we don't know what to do when people don't pay attention <laughs> to the rules. Oh, man, the seatbelt light is on. No, shit, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> like, that's all I got. This is something where I'm very upset at how vague it is. I need to know exactly what she's saying because in my mind, she's berating him, being like, did he shit himself again? <laughs> Not surprised. <laughs> Just yelling. <laughs> Glad I fucking moved. You guys were right. He smells like shit. <laughs> oh, no. I just like that they put up, like, the seatbelt sign was on. They're like, could you believe the call? <laughs> like, That's after like all this. airplane law number one. Yeah, yeah, the air marshal's like, I'm not even getting involved. No. Like, the plain clothes air marshal just stayed in plain clothes. Like, no, nobody I guess there's knew, not one on this nobody flight. Nobody knew who it was the entire time. <laughs> the court also heard that upon landing, the duo had another argument with each other, but were separated. I mean, shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of separation, I think that's what they need to be doing. Oh, wow. Yeah. James had to be escorted by a security officer as he was struggling to walk due to intoxication. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Wow. Really? <laughs> he's covered in vomit and shit. <laughs> Do you really think that he's going to like stroll out? There is a six-year-old girl with a sign waiting for her daddy to come home after oh six months God. overseas at the airport, standing there <laughs> at, at re receiving, and people are coming through looking real freaked out, and then there's this monster covered in <laughs> shit that just wanders out. <laughs> Like, ah, fucking security guards grabbing him. She's like, Daddy! <laughs> Is there anything more horrifying than a shit monster? I don't think so. <laughs> that is nightmare fuel for the ages. I was Besides trying to think the warm vodka. <laughs> <laughs> warm vodka fuels the shit monster, yes. I think. <laughs> I think that's actually an Ozzy Osbourne lyric. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a B-side. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Newport defending explained to the court that the couple had little recollection of the shocking incident and neither normally drank very much. I mean, okay. If it, a dude that rolls a cigarette that quickly... Right. <laughs> well drunk, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's me when I get way too drunk where I'm like, guys, I'm not even drunk at all. Like, I'm not drunk. That's <laughs> like, like me. Uh, I don't roll cigarettes, but if you want to see me play Mario Kart, give me some whiskey. Like, I will show you <laughs> a good time. <laughs> Duly noted. Yeah, he said, I accept it is a very unpleasant situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, putting it very mildly. A little bit. Both were under some stress and had booked a holiday. Both are nervous flyers. And apparently one of them has a nervous stomach to <laughs> exactly. boot. Yeah. Clearly. It's fair to say, having consumed a drink before boarding, they were very nervous, began drinking from a bottle of vodka, and then argued over a passport. Again, these are not the details we need. We need the argument on the flight. Yeah, like I don't care about the passport argument. I want really. direct quotes from when they're both. I want the arguments with the hard Fs ass. and fucking. The, you're a <laughs> fucking asshole. And this is why I fucking fake it every time. I see how you <laughs> look at my friend Susan. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. James had said he is very embarrassed and doesn't remember arriving in Egypt. He said, that's not what I was brought up to do, and it must have been frightening for the other passengers. <laughs> I mean, I hope that's not what you were brought up to do. Could you? Like, that's 
the simplest terms <laughs> to put sorry I shit myself <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> like my mom would be pissed. She hates when I shit myself in public. <laughs> All right, son, the first way that you make sure that nobody fucks with you is just shit yourself. <laughs> That'll keep them guessing. <laughs> People are so put off by hand-rolled cigarette smoke and shit. And shit. <laughs> That's how daddy did it. <laughs> uh, uh, Miss Margaret said she was very apologetic. Uh, chair of the bench, and Jana Agarwal refused the case to Birmingham Crown Court to be heard on December 2nd, and both were given bail. Uh, she said, the fact that Mr. James had to be restrained means it's far too serious. It's totally unacceptable behavior. Glad you filled me in on that. Right. Otherwise, exactly. I thought, no, here at uh, Thomas Cook Airlines, <laughs> we're the airlines for shitting yourself. <laughs> well, I think that he should have gone in the opposite direction and been like, this is unacceptable. This is how I was raised. Yeah, this is exactly. I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm calling my mom. I have shit myself on Thomas Cook Airlines plenty of times, <laughs> and it's never been an issue before. <laughs> <laughs> the final line, the issue is a temper that needs sorting out, according to... Uh, I mean... To Aunt Jana Agarwal. Yeah, it's a it's an anger issue, apparently. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I thought the whole time. I was like, there's anger here, but that's all. There's no other issues I, underlying. No, not at all. No, I, no marriage issues. No say. marriage issues at no, all. Oh, no, no. I feel like they're happy. You know, every time I get in an argument about passport and get punched, I like to <laughs> puke and shit myself. Uh <laughs> That's because you're such a fucking drama queen. Yes, like, absolutely. Can we just have the fight? You don't have to shit yourself every time to make it really <laughs> feel bad for you. That's the natural response. We get it. You're the victim here. I'm not fucking moving. Hun. You're still fucking stuck with me even if you're covered in shit. <laughs> Honey, I thought you said you were going to do the ishes, dishes. Bleh. <laughs> 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 Can't find my passport. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we are never going to Egypt again. <laughs> Absolutely. Cursed. What if it's Egypt specific? <laughs> it was what a if, cursed flight. What if you find out that there's like one country that just even heading in that destination makes you shit yourself? <laughs> That's. Then that should be a more widely covered news story. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Should, we shouldn't be figuring that out on this podcast. <laughs> I want to see that shit on CNN. I don't want to see shit on CNN. I don't. Can you don't. imagine that's the first trip you take with a significant other? You're like, we're going to go to Egypt. It's going to be so romantic. We're going to stay you know, near the pyramids. And then you both shit yourself immediately oh, no. on the flight. Wait, dual shitting? <laughs> yeah, dual shitting. Oh, no. Double whammy. It's like the worst version of dueling banjos ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, couple goals. Hashtag, Hashtag couple goals. goals. Hashtag too close. Yes. All right, uh, give it up for Amy Flynn for helping me Thank break you. down this shittacular story here. Damn. So these are some, uh, some issues you might want to look forward to on your next uh, flight with a significant other here. Uh, the next one we have, I want everyone to raise a glass. We always cheers for a Florida man story. Florida man! Woo! This is a Florida man story. Uh, this is from the 22nd of October of this year. Uh, helping me break down this story, we've got Jesse Jarvis. What's up, man? 
Nothing much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I love this story. It's very. Uh, I there's a lot to I, there's a lot to unpack from this story. I think as as an uncle, this guy is definitely an uncle. Like there's this is uncle behavior for sure. I think. Yeah, like and all right. So I think there I think there's like different levels to like drunk uncle. This story is very. Um, I don't know if you want to do numbers. Maybe it's just like you know like. How, how, like how would you how would you rank like drunken uncleness? Like? I think by blood alcohol level. I think that's actually <laughs> so. Like, which what really sucks about this story? They didn't actually reveal the uh, the blood alcohol level. I th- I th- it's funny because Florida actually has a policy to release everything <laughs> by a public record of arrests. But in this case, they're like, nah. <laughs> like, no, they're like, uh, they're, he, Derek's good. He's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. which is a name I just made up. Derek? Well, for, you know, for intensive purposes. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Wanna... If you could read the headline for me. All right. Florida man accused of wandering into classroom while drunk. He enters, and he yeah. enters his plea. Yeah, this is a developing story. Yeah, this is, this is actually a developing story. The, uh, the court date, I think, was uh, this week, though we have not gotten an update yet oh. on what's happened with that. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have so, looked that up. Yeah, no, well, I looked it up actually on Friday, and there's still no information. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so we uh, might get some info here the day after we record this. <laughs> this is from Port Orange, Florida. I have no idea where in Florida that is. Uh, all right, so it's outside of Dayton. I looked okay. up. Uh, this is the only thing that's ever happened in Port Orange. They're like the one city that was like not doing the Florida man they, stories. Yeah, they 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 finally they finally made it to the big time. There's like that sign that's at warehouses like this many days since we had a Florida man story <laughs> and they had to like start it over again. It's like yeah, they got a Fuddruckers, they got some other stuff. There's a GameStop, but now they finally got a Florida man story. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We're hitting the big time. Look out, Orlando. <laughs> Tallahassee, you're next. <laughs> uh, the story is, a man accused of trespassing into the Spruce Creek High School campus last month entered a plea of not guilty uh, during an arraignment on Tuesday. That's super what, Like I, I don't understand. Like how, do, how does he plead not guilty when it's like, you were arrested in the school you broke into? Yeah, like, <laughs> wasn't me. No, like, no, it was this other guy. The thing is, like, to, like, he did kind of look like a gym teacher. Like, I saw a picture of the guy. Yeah. He could, I mean, like, he could have he just, like, snuck in there. Like, he'd been like, I'm working, you know? Yeah, by the way, if ever you want to sneak into a high school, A, don't. But also, uh, just wear a whistle. I yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. you know, do the, do the stuff so you look like you're doing, like, a 21 Jump Street thing. Like, just undercover cop hanging with the kids. How are you doing, fellow <laughs> children? Like, carrying the skateboard, like the meme. Yeah. <laughs> I almost want to do research on this. Like, try it out. Get a couple friends with their cell phone cameras to record me absolutely getting arrested. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'd just be like, no, no, no. Wasn't me. No. I just grew a beard very early in life. Uh <laughs> I, I'm 17. <laughs> I love how, like, he, I mean, he, he snuck into the school, but, like, nobody stopped him. Like, that was what, like, I was really interested in that part of the No, story. the best part, though, is, like, the thing is, and this is in the next part, too, is, like, he oh, didn't yeah. wander in. He rode his bike into the school. <laughs> yeah. Rolled right in. Yeah, here we go. Derek Marlowe faces charges of trespassing on school property, breach of peace, and disrupting a school function. I didn't know that was an arrestable offense. <laughs> I would have been arrested so many times in yeah. high school. <laughs> like, 
Be like just being the guy at the pep rally, you know, lame, and like you just get put into like arrested for it. <laughs> like you're under arrest for not liking their cover of "Zombie" by the Cranberries <laughs> you at, got, at the Battle of the Bands. Yeah. You lack school spirit, <laughs> yeah, Mister. One hundred percent true story. I once got kicked out of a spirit a spirit rally because there was a band playing a like pop punk cover of that thing you do. And I started pretend moshing and got yanked out of there. It was almost like the Apollo with this thing, like yanking me out of there. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God! Like, that's that's not that's not fair. Like, you gotta. Dude, have you heard like that thing you do a little sped up? That shit's fire. It slaps, right? Yeah, right. It totally Absolutely. slaps. That's what kids say. <laughs> that song fucks. I think that's another. <laughs> that song fucks. <laughs> that song fucks. That's, no, no, yeah, that's what. That's gonna be the next one. Oh yeah, yeah. This song, this song's gonna fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets worse. It's like this song will bend you over and stick it in your ass. Like whoa. Okay. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> this song will make eye contact while with you while it fucks. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to listen to this song anymore. Like this. I don't like it. This song will sneak into your room while you're sleeping. Okay, no, I don't. I don't want to listen to that album. <laughs> this song will take you out on a nice date and then ghost you afterwards. <laughs> this song will message you on Facebook. You up? <laughs> this song will send you unsolicited lyric pics. <laughs> Just like liner Just notes. Liner notes. <laughs> Your uh, hair is everywhere. What? I don't. Uh huh. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting those. Yes. Like, like if you, like if if you're like, you know, thinking about me or something, you just sent me a nice lyric. I'd be like, oh, that's that's sweet. That's kind of nice. It depends on the lyric. Oh yeah, true, true. <laughs> this guy. The, if, if what if it's like a fuck? What if it's bow with a bot to bang to bang diggy diggy? You're like, Ooh. I don't know how to take but, but this. Then, but yeah, but then I know I got to up jump the boogie. Like, That's fair. That is fair. Holy shit. <laughs> we dug deep there. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Dug in. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're now on to the third sentence in this story. Uh, Deputy said that he was extremely intoxicated when he rode his bike on campus, meandering into an ex- uh, a classroom, and then took a seat at an open desk. Yep. No, man, these these <laughs> like you know like I don't know. It's just like the teacher like the teacher observation thing. Maybe like that's what he thought it was gonna be, but like oh the teacher that's yeah. like oh, that's, that's what all the students are thinking. Like oh this weird teacher's just coming in. I guess he's like you know observing or something. This is clearly a career counselor. They always smell that way. Oh what if he was? What if they just thought oh like oh god we're getting a motivational speaker today? <laughs> <laughs> like that sucks. Coming up from the Jim Beam plant. <laughs> Career day. Like I, like he. I'm what? still anno- like nobody stopped him. Like that's like a drunk ninja thing. Like that's. Well, it's the own it thing. I had a buddy. I swear again, hundred percent true story. I was in uh, Winston Salem at a music festival. We went into a Jimmy John's, and he rolled up with like an open bottle of whiskey and um, and a cup. And he's like, can you put some ice in this? And they were like, no. And he's like, well, I'm going to be drinking whiskey in here until you fill it with ice. So you can fill it with ice and we can leave. <laughs> <laughs> or you can make this really awkward for both of us. And they're like, 
Fuck, good call. Here you go. <laughs> like, so it's all about confidence. <laughs> yeah, then. that's what I mean. It's confidence. He rolled in, and I swear to you, there were probably three or four minutes that the teacher's like, do I keep teaching? Like, do I do I make comment on this? Being like, I guess, I guess it's fine. He's being quiet, which, <laughs> which is not the same as Sam over there, who's just fucking making dumb faces to his friends. So He's, he's paying attention. He he's is. Attentive. It's a student she can maybe believe in and develop, and like maybe he'll get into college. Maybe this dude watched uh, too, too many, uh, watched Back to School too many times. Oh, yeah. And Okay, maybe not a dated reference. Watched uh, Billy Madison too many times. Maybe also dated. Watched Old School too many times and decided well, like, to. Well, it's like I, I mean, wait, people know the Rodney Dangerfield movie, right? I went right. Oh, I, okay, okay. Okay. All right. So the reference was that was okay. Yeah. All right. I heard like one person like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, he watched that too many times. Like I want to go back to school. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he was like wearing his old Letterman jacket, trying to recapture like his his uh, high school like. Well, he did kind of look like a gym teacher, like that kind of guy who's just like, if his knees didn't give out, he was this close to winning state. Yes. Like he was, he was like the plot of like some early two thousands. Well, I don't know, it would have been older. He would have been like seventies uh, or something. Like he he like. He 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 just uh, I I don't know I think he, I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this. Well, actually. I think that we both kind of just assumed, and I think probably correctly, that this guy's like an alumni of the school, right? Like this is I the yes. I'm assuming he didn't go anywhere. He just stayed in Port Orange, Florida, and drank everything. Like <laughs> he's like, hey, I'm going back to school. I'm going to get my Jed. <laughs> <laughs> Getting drunk in a small town. <laughs> Sneaking schools in the small town. <laughs> Go to class in a small town. <laughs> Hope they don't smell my breath. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. Fucking like John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> Port Mor- Orange, Orange Mellencamp. Mellencamp. Yeah, yeah, I think that's... <laughs> uh, see. Marlowe was taken into custody by a school resource officer who was alerted by a school staff member. Okay, like why? Why? What took so long? Do you think it was like one staff member that was walking the halls and saw this dude like doing this move like in the hallways? <laughs> and I was like, that's clearly the drama teacher. And uh, <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's not Dave. And, <laughs> and I was like, I gotta tell somebody. <laughs> I I guess I mean it's he, like that, double checked to make sure Dave was in his classroom. He's like, no, yeah. that's I, I'm like, good. I like I, it said they uh, like they handcuffed him and took him out of the classroom, but like it took a really like they they alerted and put red alert on the whole thing like after he was already sitting down in the classroom, which is like just lock the door. Yeah, you lockdown works better when the person's outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, dude, you you got him. He's actually he's sitting in the like desk. lock the classroom door. He's <laughs> behind me. Like, how is this going to help? Yeah, he just threw a spitball at me. Yeah, right? like, fuck that guy. He, he's like, pass this note to Susan. I think she's cute. <laughs> <laughs> she's too young for you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so after security breach at the Port Orange School, uh, Volusia County Superintendent Tim Igor said the district would retrain all school principals on lockdown procedures and schedule new training for campus advisors. Um I, I guess they just didn't see it on the books that if a drunk dude on a bicycle rolls into the school, it's not fine. In Florida, it's not in the pamphlet. Like, in Florida, they're probably like, yeah, 
<laughs> he's on the county flag. We don't <laughs> cause an alert unless he's holding an alligator, and then that's when it really... How much you want to bet, though, like, all the people that, uh, like, when all of this happened, they should be pissed off that this guy broke into the school and was a safety risk. Instead, they're really actually just pissed by, like, oh, God, we got to go to training now. Oh, <laughs> God, we got to go to work. <laughs> oh. Then they find out that he's, his previous career was actually being that guy in those how-to videos, like, <laughs> hi, I'm Derek. <laughs> I'm here to tell you about lockdown procedures. Ding, 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 like MIDI keyboard music in the background. He, put, he puts the, the sit-down chair the other way and then like sits over Oh, like he's going to talk real real. Uh, yeah, real he's going to shoot it with the kids. Yeah, you know? shoot it straight. Derek always shoots straight, boom, boom, <laughs> which is something he probably definitely shouldn't say when you wander into a classroom in Florida. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, no, that's, that's, that's a fact. That, no, I'm saying like, yeah. that. no, don't yeah. do that. I'm yeah, <laughs> you should never do that. Spruce Creek plans were also made to move the guardhouse to the middle of the school entrance route to prevent someone from getting through. So where was it before? And so it was in the back of the school. So like, 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 obviously they've never played like, you know, board games and stuff like that, where it's just like, oh, you should put your defense up front or something, <laughs> yeah, right. right? Isn't that, isn't that like half how chess works? That's how chess works is you make the, the, uh, the things that are able like the, the expendable pieces go out in front. I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I, well, I guess I don't, oh God, I guess those are the principles then. I don't know if that works. I, I, but yeah, I don't understand why, like that is your main that is like the place you gotta guard the most. Like, why is it in the back, like next to the like the? They just put a sign in the front of the school. It's like, hey, if you're gonna do anything fucked up, just head to the back of the school first and <laughs> yeah, check yeah, in. deal with our guys there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marlo rode his bike through the main entrance opposite the guardhouse. That tricky, <laughs> tricky dude. Just new to. Just not drive past the security guard. So does that right mean he, somebody opened the door for him? They're like, oh, here's a guy on a bike. Let's let him in. Because, like, clearly you belong here. <laughs> Do you, like, did he... Where, where did the bike go, though? Like, he just... He drives... In, does he just, like, like, throw it to the side and then, like, I'm going to class? Or, like... No, I did think... He, did he lock it up? They like left kid? this out of the article, um everywhere but what i'm assuming is that he had a fixie right yeah okay clearly a fixie and he rode into the classroom and then went, did one of those like hard turn slide stops yeah, yeah in yeah. the classroom and everyone's like whoa oh, who's the and cool new then he like kid. takes off his sunglasses and like saunters over to his seat <laughs> and sits down and the teacher's like well okay so <laughs> prussia and just goes back into teaching i wish i knew what class it was too like what were they covering like, if it was Civil War, the, if it was Civil War or something, then they're like, oh, they brought a reenactor in for this. All right. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, what would be the funniest class for this to happen in? Is there one funnier than the other? Like, geometry, not as not funny. No. Like, rolls in like, eh, and then there's a fat, cute angle. That's, yeah, geometry. I don't know. I yeah. failed math. Yeah, uh, no, I, 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 yeah, I sucked at yeah. math. Like, <laughs> I think you can check with like anybody that does anything close to stand up, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck math." Uh, yeah, not, doesn't really come in handy. You're like, "And dicks," like it doesn't. <laughs> um, but I mean, drama that'd be fun. Yeah, be like just to see, you know, and your reaction. Thank you. Give it up for my friend who came in to like. See, that would make the most. That that he should have just gone to the drama class. He would have been more incognito. Yeah. I, I wonder, like, what was he trying? To, did he just want to sit down and have a rest, or was he just like? I'm I'm back. I'm doing it right this time. Well, if you've ever rode a fixie, 
you have to like keep like pushing back and forward in order to stay up on the bike when mm-hmm. you slow down at a stoplight. So he was probably just really tired. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And also skidding in like that. He's like, man, my ankles. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just like second chance stories. Second chance <laughs> stories. He's like, yeah, I'm just I'm gonna do school right this time. I'm gonna listen to my dad. It's gonna be great. <laughs> He's like walking down the football field, pumping his fist in the air, like breakfast club <laughs> style. Like, this time I'm going to do it right. Like, Derek, we told you, stop stealing footballs from the, from the, uh, the <laughs> football player, like, blocker. I didn't play sports either. Yeah, I was like, where do, you, where do <laughs> they <laughs> store footballs in high school? I'm like, locker place. I don't know. <laughs> I was an indoor kid. I don't understand this. Same Z's. <laughs> You want to talk about how I, I rolled fucking train and Magic the Gathering in my science teacher's classroom during lunch. I can talk all day about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was a big fan of the red and black decks myself. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I also had a full black Rats and Bats deck. It was pretty badass. Yeah. Nice. We're just going to talk about Magic the Gathering for the rest yeah, of the no, year. I, yeah, no. I got to admit, totally out of... I, like, it's one of those games that was always like jealous i didn't know how to do because like it looked kind of cool but like i was it, it just seemed like this whole universe i couldn't catch up on well i blame uh i blame like all, for a lot of people my age are like the like i listen to punk rock and goth music and stuff because they had like magic gathering they were like demons and shit yeah. and then Yu-Gi-Oh came around oh and now you got the weebs so, so wait, I think, wait wait weebs <laughs> is a new thing oh, i think i think adult weebs is a new thing oh yeah, I think, okay it's like the 36-year-old men in graphic Dragon Ball Z t-shirts, I think, is the... <laughs> this is fascinating. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so speaking of Super Saiyan 9000, uh, Derek here, um, let's see. During Tuesday's arraignment, Mar- Marlowe also pleaded not guilty to a charge that he violated cali- uh, conditions of a pretrial release. On October 5th, Marlowe was arrested after Port Orange officer said he was found in possession of two cans of beer. Oh no! <laughs> that is that that is, like if you're gonna go back to school and get busted like a teenager, that's the way to do it. Like, oh god, <laughs> you have two cans of beer. And if you only have two cans of beer, they are definitely not the same brand of beer. No, like, they're whatever you found in your dad's like fridge in the garage. <laughs> he forgot to relock the padlock on it, so you're able to get in there and get a Budweiser and weirdly yeah. a Blue Moon. Was, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 was the two cans of beer? It, no, no, it was on like it was a previous arrest, right? No, this this is pre-trial release. So he was he was looking to, I guess, uh, he like, was on conditional sort of release like a, or something, and oh, then yeah, they were yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but you found beer on you. So like, uh, that's like that's so stupid. So the, when I was reading the timeline of the story, it was like it it this all happened at like eight thirty nine o'clock in the morning. I'm like, where did when did this when did his day start? Like, when did the drinking start? I don't know what's more impressive is he had been just still going, yeah, which is impressive, or even more impressive, he had just started but went hard. Yeah, just did like a really hardcore power hour. Yeah, just like yeah, power hour him by himself. Got pumped up on some watching old VHS tapes of his football days, like (laughs) that his dad used to record back when he still talked to his dad. Well, that's where you stole the beer from, I'm guessing. Yeah, right. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's like in his dad's garage at seven in the morning, sit, sitting cool kid style on a seat. Yes, yes. Watching old VHS tapes of him playing football, stealing beers out of the fridge. And his dad's still going to work, and he's like on his way out, like old as shit. And he's just like, get a job today, son. He's like, oh, I got, don't worry, I got big plans today. I got big plans. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go and apply to be king of the school again. <laughs> I don't remember how much I was paid in high school to be that, but what if you just that desk he sat at? It was just he just wanted to see if like like Derek rules was still <laughs> initialed on it. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled DK rules. <laughs> yeah, right. Fucking striper is carved <laughs> into the desk. Like yeah. All right. Marlowe was ordered to uh, be held without bond. He's next scheduled for a pretrial hearing on November 6th. So uh, I will try to at least give an update. We do a, a Ice Cold Case Files episode, a little short episode every week. Okay. The next one we do, I'll try to get an update on this that we can throw on, uh, on there as well. Give an update. Uh, yeah. Give it up for Jesse Jarvis for helping out with this story. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. The moral of that story, I think, is uh, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna drink and bike, uh, make sure that you do a sweet skid stop when you break into your old high school. I think. Uh, I want to get all of the. Uh, I know Jesse, you just sat down, but I'm gonna get all of our uh, our co-investigators up here. We do at the end of the episode a quick little thing where I try to conspiracy theory style connect all the dots. Uh, to see how all these stories are connected. So you being the investigators of your individual stories, if you have some insights as to uh, how some of these might be connected, I would deeply appreciate it. I think uh, really where I want to start is uh, the airplane couple. Airplane couple to start. So we know the story of the airplane couple that shit themselves. Um <laughs> Now, that, that kind of behavior, I think, starts with, like, you know, upbringing, you're, you're how you were growing up and stuff, and they've got to have siblings, right? At a family gathering, when they families met each other, uh, his brother and her sister fell in love, and that is the couple playing tug-of-war in the parking lot, is the uh, sister and brother of the couple. That's they, perfect. They settled down in uh, Brottle Bay, New York, uh, for work, sure, and... Uh, he was a he was an amateur car tug of war enthusiast, and she was like really supportive of it. It's like you can do it, baby. <laughs> uh, he was going up against the uh, the long standing champion of tug of war in Brattlebane. He was actually from Schenectady uh, originally and moved to Brattlebane. It was a big situation. They had to uh, battle for the ultimate tug of war guy. Is that yeah? All right, I'm getting nothing from Mike. All right, yeah, sure. Fuck it, whatever. Um, <laughs> In the meantime, um, how do we work Jesus in? Like that's. I have a theory that I think ties it all together. Okay. Destruction. Okay, first up, we saw some cars get destroyed. Their transmissions, their tires. Yeah. Next thing we knew, with Jesus, a policeman's face got destroyed. At the end of the day, we saw like the destruction of academic integrity in a school. Children should be learning, not Let's watching. be fair, that was killed when they introduced SOLs, but... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's one interesting code to note with the couple on the airplane. Yeah. That airline went belly up right after that happened. I'm not saying it's because a guy shit up the entire plane, <laughs> but they may have actually fucking destroyed an entire major airline, leaving hundreds of thousands of people stranded. Jesus, he was 24. I think his parents are the people who shit on the plane. Oh, going to Egypt. okay. I mean, I don't know, like, Egypt, Jesus, is that a thing? I don't... 
Is yeah, it? that is a yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel like there's some kind of connection there. It's like the parents going to Egypt and then like in the Bible, like police officers bring gold frankincense and myrrh and then baby Jesus punches them in the face, right? Is that yeah. how that... Yeah, almost, I, I haven't read the Bible in almost a while. Almost like I'm, he willed his parents to shit <laughs> because he is Jesus. Lesser known, that, that was a, a book of the Bible that was left out is Jesus' superpowers at making people shit themselves. He just makes As, people shit themselves. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And boop. No, Jesus, why? <laughs> Can't you just water and wine? That's the cool one, right? Uh, um, I feel like... Any of the dudes from any of the stories could be the guy in the couple because I feel like it could easily be that he shows up to the flight being like, Yeah, babe, I had one drink last night with Ooh, friends. Actually, and she's been drinking all night, being like, Where the fuck I, have you been? I think we found the <laughs> string that we had to pull here. They were arguing about a passport, right? Ooh. So maybe part of the reason is she found out true lifestyle that he was leading a double life. And he had multiple passports from different with different names and oh, ages yeah. and was doing really stupid drunk <laughs> shit all over the world as part of a it's secret organization. Uh, and uh, <laughs> finally they caught him when he, uh, after a long uh, several weeks on the road, uh, got wasted in Florida <laughs> and, uh, and let his guard down conspiracy. one time. One yeah. time let his guard down. <laughs> It was thinking of a simpler time when he just went to high school and he was just the football star before all this madness. Before he met this woman. Before he met... Uh, <laughs> Who was also the star cheerleader. Ooh, nice. And then, you know, he fucked up his knees, so then she married him anyway. Yeah. And then regretted that decision. And regretted it because then they're just stuck together forever. And then so she's do, she's the Jamie Lee Curtis in this situation being like, yes, it's just a loveless, boring marriage. My husband's definitely not a secret spy <laughs> that shits himself on airplanes and <laughs> and does tug of war in, in nowhere, New York. Yeah, I kind of like the idea that the guy who shit himself on the plane, not like he was doing a Gigi Allen cosplay or anything, but like. <laughs> But, like, I like the idea, though, that he, like, he comes back to Florida. Like, he, he works in Florida, and, like, he was just really, he had a really wild bender of a weekend, and, like, that's how he got in. That's how he, that's how Florida man got into the school. What do you think that that's how they meet you at the airport in Florida? It's like, what are your certifications? Well, I shat myself on the way here. Welcome to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> This yeah, really right. explains the the guy being the same person in all stories explains a lot with the airline going out of business because nobody wants to fly to upstate New York, nobody wants to fly to Idaho, and nobody really wants to fucking fly to Florida. That's true. So yeah, I think we have an international man of mystery on our hands here that uh, just left a few too many clues for us to pick up and figure out this uh, this diabolical situation here. So uh, give it up for my co-investigators for helping me along on this uh, journey of spirited headlines. Uh, we do this every uh, second Sunday here in the dark room, our live Booze Clues. Our next one's going to be the 8th of December, and we're going to be doing it a little bit earlier, I believe. Follow Booze Clues on Facebook. Uh, just look up Booze Clues GUI on Facebook to find us. Uh, we've got a Twitter as well, and we'll update with all the information about future episodes. Check that out, gypodcast.com. Check out Booze Clues and a bunch of our social media stuff. Thank you so much for coming out. I appreciate it. I'm Mike the Hobbit, and uh, as we say here, case closed. Yeah. <laughs>
Another bounce. 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 Another boun